Hello, I'm Amy. And I'm Brandon. And you're listening to the The Ears and Beers Beers Podcast. Podcast. Come on in and grab a beer. Put on your mini ears and let's Let's talk talk Disney. Disney. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome back. It's been a long time since we spoke to you last. Things have been beyond hectic with the wedding and life in general. So, um, hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, uh, it's been just crazy work stuff and adjusting to new schedules and wedding planning. But we've got some updates for you guys and some Disney stuff to talk about today. Wow. So let's jump right in. Let's start with the wedding updates, right? Yeah, so um, we mentioned just a second ago that we've had a lot of um, wedding things going on. And uh, we've had some changes that were unanticipated. Um before we start talking about this, I, I do want to say that this was just our experience, um, and I don't want to dissuade anybody from using this restaurant, but we had planned to use Ohana as our uh, rehearsal venue uh, for um, our meal following our rehearsal, and um, we ended up having to split ways with them. Uh, we were having a very difficult time getting in contact with them, and um, we were told online in several groups that if you, you know, call in advance, they'll seat you together, and that ended up not being our experience at all. So we ultimately left the um, and are now at the House of Blues for our rehearsal lunch, and we're really pleased with that. Um, the House of Blues is really easy to work with, um, and what's great is you can pay up front. And, um, you know, no surprises the day of. So we're really pleased and excited. And um, House of Blues is one of my favorite restaurants. Um, I haven't eaten there in a while, but I uh, have a lot of fond memories of going there as a, a high schooler thinking I was so cool because I would get to go um, on the bus to what was then downtown Disney by myself and ate dinner there. Thought I was wild. <laughs> you are a nerd. Yes. Is actually what you are. Yeah. Um, so... The menu for House of Blues is um, we're going to have a salad to start, mm-hmm. and then you can choose between a shrimp po' boy or a pulled pork barbecue sandwich, um, and then dessert is key lime pie. It's just traditional classic southern food. We do have some pickier eaters in our party, and uh, we were going over that menu with them last night, and they were pretty excited. Better be. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be great and it, we have a semi-private room and we're all going to be seated together and th- those are the important things and it's actually cheaper than our original plan which is always nice to, to come in slightly under budget also i've seen that they really do a lot of great work with um couples who wish to have their weddings there um as opposed to through disney fairy tale weddings um I, we would not do that personally uh, as we have not done that um but you know it is a cheaper option to have a um, disney adjacent wedding yeah, but if you're already going to be there, I mean, you yeah, might as well do the Disney wedding. I mean, obviously. Uh, okay, so next update is uh, we had a call with Ali, who is the photographer that we wanted. He is, in our opinion, the best photographer that we've seen. Uh, just at Disney Fine Arts. At Fine Disney Fine Arts. And his style is phenomenal. I mean, it, it's exactly what we want in a photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were able to get Ali as our photographer, and we had our... A video call with him last week and it was he's hilarious he's easy to talk to he makes you feel comfortable and that was all over facetime i can't wait to meet him in person right so um 
like Brandon said, Ollie has always been our first choice um, as soon as we knew that we were having this Disney fairy tale wedding. And I know that people sometimes go with outside vendors, but I, I just I saw his vision. I saw what he could do and just knew he was the one. Um, so just like you are, you're the one. Oh, he, he's the other one. So <laughs> um, But Ollie, I mean, like meeting him over FaceTime, he was so kind and nice and but like I was scared because like sometimes you know I work in the arts and sometimes when you meet an artist that you really like they're not always as kind as you would hope y'all he is like nicer than he could have ever been he asked about us as a couple he wanted to get to know us he's been listening to the podcast shout out Ollie we love you um and we just were so like relaxed and I'll be honest, like our engagement photo shoot was not the easiest thing for me. I felt really self-conscious. I was really worried about my posing. Well, and we were both a lot heavier than two. We both, I've lost uh, about 70 pounds since then. And you've lost, uh, I mean, a substantial amount as well. So, um, you know, we're just both feeling better now. And we told Ollie, you know, we do have a large um, height difference between us. I am five something. I don't want to admit to. And then you are six three. Mm-hmm. And so between that, sometimes when we would try to do uh, lovey poses, you would end up choking me out. So, you know, it just really made me feel so much better meeting him, talking with him and kind of going over our priorities, some things that we wanted, some things we didn't want. And a lot of um, our nervousness comes down to it was it's a huge day. We have a lot of pictures that we really want and we have a lot of family members who we want to include and just making sure that everything comes together in a timely manner was something that we were both really concerned about but he i mean like i said just made us feel so much better so much better yeah and and the best part was uh the reason so they call him prince ali Mm -hmm. at the parks Mm -hmm. because his favorite disney movie is aladdin aladdin uh he also loves the lion king so i got a point there because that's my favorite disney movie but anyway Ali is great. I think we're going to have... Our wedding photos are going to be absolutely stunning. Amazing. I can't wait to see them. We're going to have the regular, like, documentary-style shots. And then we're going to have his editing magic on them, as on the other ones as well. Um, check him out on Instagram. I'm going to put the uh, Instagram link in the show notes below. Please, please, please take a look if you want to see a sneak peek of what our editing style that he's going to do is going to look like. It's going to be awesome. So, we have... Um our other kind of piece of the puzzle that's coming together towards the end of the planning process is our DJ and our DJ is Steve Dunlap. And something that um, I was really excited about with him is now that we're getting close to our uh, 45 days out a little less now, but um, we got a planning sheet from him and he just seems like he knows that there's a real gamut of experiences that brides want and couples want at Disney Um, from really formal very quiet affairs like Brandon and I want to um, what we affectionately call twerking grandmas (laughs) Um, you know the the wild uh, crazy air horn kind of things so um, we're really excited that he has you know something in mind for every taste and every type of event so we're really excited about him as well um some things that are coming up just left on the agenda are you know 
we got to get our RSVPs in today to um, Disney for a headcount. We'll have one more headcount closer to. We have a couple more payments. And um, then before you know it, we'll be there um, delivering some of our uh, favors and stuff to Disney and um, just getting everything taken care of. And then at that point, it's time to sit back and just really enjoy the magic of having somebody have planned the majority of our wedding for us. And for that, we are extremely grateful. We're going to take a quick break and talk more about the Disney bubble. We'll see you on the other side. What? Hello, welcome back. Let's talk about some bubbles. All right, so we're going to talk today a little bit about the Disney bubble, what it is, what does it mean for your trip, and uh, what are some of the differences between the various Disney parks. So uh, first things first, the Disney bubble is the um, kind of like way that when you're at a park, you may or may not, depending on your experience, um, forget about the outside world while you're there. Um, I know I do. I, I, we have been there. Um, you know, there are sometimes where you get into the zone, especially at Walt Disney World um, Resort, where you don't have to think about everyday life things. You know, you don't have to worry about, okay, well, what am I making for breakfast? What about my, um, my uh, what is it called? I forgot the word. Oh my gosh. What is it? Where you go to work? Your Commute. Your commute. You don't have to think about your commute. You don't have to think about, um, you know, your deadlines. And if you don't want to, you don't have to look at the news. Um, sometimes I'm guilty of unplugging while at Disney as much as I can. Um, Except to flex on social media, of course. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, there's a difference between, like, uh, posting lots of snack pics and reading about, like, horrible atrocities that are happening worldwide. Um, and I know that's irresponsible, but I do catch back up later. Um, so, but the Disney bubble, it really is like this immersive feeling where you can just really let yourself get swept up into the magic of the Disney experience. Because, you know, we're so fortunate that for the most part, Disney parks um, employ cast members who go out of their way to make sure that every second of your trip is as magical as possible. The um, structures are in place to keep that magic happening. So really, you know, there's a lot of reasons that the bubble is kind of universal for most people who are longtime Disney fans. Um, what it can mean for your trip, um, you know, it could be that you are excited when you're there. Um, my biggest symptom, I guess, of having the Disney bubble is I um, really start to dread checkout day. About halfway through the trip, I start to really dread leaving because the real world is just not as fun as Disney. Um, but the Disney bubble can also just really, I mean, there's instances in which the bubble has really been like a, a friend of mine, you know, in a way it, um, has helped me kind of cope with some hard things going on in my life. And it was a good place to not have to worry about being sick or whatever for a really long time. So it was nice. And this trip, we're going to be in a double bubble. Double bubble. Is that a tub of gum? That's Hubble Bubble. Oh, okay. We're going to be in a double bubble because it's going to be the wedding bubble and the Disney bubble combined. Yeah. So I, it may just be just one giant, massive bubble that we never leave. 
when we get married, can you be my Hubble bubble? Oh my gosh. I'm not even going to edit that out. <laughs> um, but the Disney bubble is super great. Uh, this is like my first real time going to Disney when we went. I mean, I'd been when I was young, but this is the first time in 18 years and I experienced it. I thought I was not going to have fun, um, but I was like, well, let's go. We're getting married there. We need to do the uh, wedding planning. And while we're there, we'll hit up some parks. And we went, and uh, I was enthralled. I immediately jumped in, and the bubble was real. I mean, you are walking around the parks. You're doing these experiences, and I didn't think once about anything other than Disney the entire time that we were there. I mean, literally. I mean, I posted to social media, but I was not on social media checking other stuff. I was just using it as an outlet to post pictures. That's it. And I, I didn't stay on it longer than that. Um, it was great. And my phone, while we were at the park, unless I was taking a photo, it was never taken out. I mean, it's it's amazing. I think sometimes like we as a couple have our best quality time in Disney or Disney-related activities because it just, they captivate your attention so well and they, you know, really just help you kind of reconnect. And I, you know, I think that's something that we may want to consider for our family um, moving forward as well. And the thing is, like, we are annual pass holders now. Um, so our plan is to go every two months after the starting after the wedding trip. So uh, it'll be easy for us to stay in that bubble frequently. So something that I have noticed though in my travels um, is that the bubble can differ from Disney park to Disney park. Um, I grew up in Disney World and have gone pretty much exclusively to Disney World because we are again in Alabama. So roll tide, roll tide indeed. Um, so, you know, being one state over, it doesn't make sense for us to go um, fly internationally or fly to California, but driving down to Orlando, not a huge deal for us um but i have actually been to disneyland and i have been to disneyland paris or disneyland park paris um and i have to say that my experience with the bubble with both of those parks are a little bit different um so i'll talk about my experiences at at uh, disneyland first um that's the one i went to most recently um you don't have the sprawl that Walt Disney World has when you do go to Disneyland. It is truly in the middle of Anaheim. Like, it is right in the middle. You get off the interstate. There's motels everywhere. There's Burger Kings. You pass the liquor stores. And then you pull up and it's just Disney's there. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I can still see outside the park and I can still see the Burger King sign. This is kind of wild. Um, but, you know, you get into the park and... Um, you know, the parking structure to park and it's nice and there's a tram and it starts to feel more like uh, Walt Disney World, more in the bubble. Um, but then I just noticed and I've had conversations with um, some dear friends recently about this too, that the cast members at Walt Disney Land um, and Walt Disney World are very different. Um, it, there's not as much cast member to guest interaction at well at disneyland as there is at world um we don't seem to be their number one priority at all times which is fine um you know there's always going to be other things that happen but i just don't think they're quite as attentive 
as what I'm used to and accustomed to at World. So um, some examples are um, recently my friends went there and spent a week and noticed a lot of cast members who were speaking to themselves and speaking amongst themselves um, and not paying attention at counters, um, other things like that, where there just wasn't that first line, hey, welcome, we're so glad you're here, that we've um, really come to know and love at our time at World. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's a lot harder, I guess, to get into the spirit when it does feel like it's kind of like an island of Disney and like a sea of Southern California, as opposed to like where I feel like World is like a sprawling world in the middle of Florida, but I don't, I, I never feel like Orlando is pressing down on us, which is a good way to feel, I guess. Um, I like, I understand why the Florida project took place because, you know, he had to respond, well, needed to respond to that. Um, and then we were really fortunate when I lived in France and studied abroad in France in college, my mother and I um, ended up finding Disneyland Paris kind of by accident. Um, we had been on a train and my mom saw Space Mountain out the window and she said, uh, is that Space Mountain? And I was like, go back to sleep. You're tired. Like, and then sure enough, there was Space Mountain. There was the castle. And so the next day we got our butts up and we went to Disneyland Paris and had an, a really great time. Um, it was something that was unexpected. So we didn't plan as much as we normally would. Uh, and then, you know, with ink, French was my second language, so, you know, uh, not completely fluent. And so, you know, they, they do speak a lot of English and everything, but it was just a, a bit different. Um, the bubble there, again, is that, you know, you're on public transit, just kind of like hanging out on the, the train, and then you just pop up to Disney World, and then, like, there it is. So, again, like, I don't know, I, I guess I'm just really spoiled by, like, the the fanfare of Walt Disney World, but um, the Disneyland Paris had some really great attentiveness to detail that maybe Disneyland was lacking. Um, so it kind of made up for it in my mind. And also that was kind of towards the end of my stay in France and having some American food was really needed. Honestly, <laughs> I think I, that's the most I've ever eaten at a Disney park. <laughs> I really ate like, I think in a, seen amount of food and I think I cried over my baby back ribs and they weren't even that good but I was just so excited to have something that tasted a little bit like home so um I was always really grateful for that but you know it's something that the bubble makes a difference um and talking to my friends about their experiences at Disneyland earlier this year it just made me realize that like I would personally prioritize going to Disney World a thousand times more than I would Disneyland. But that's not to say that there aren't ways to make your experiences more magical. And like I said earlier, there were times where we weren't able to plan ahead because our trip was actually a surprise to us. <laughs> um, but there's some ways that you can go ahead and make sure that um, you make things more magical. So, um, Brandon, we, um, we've noticed this a lot. What's something that really makes a huge difference, you think? My Disney experience. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, the reason being, this is a website you can go to and an app that you can download on your phone. And this is going to have all the information that you need on it. And even just the Disney website in general, you can get height information for rides. 
You can get menus at every single restaurant. Uh, you can get even the quick service varieties that they have. I mean, there's there's so much information online on these apps. You can make your fast pass choices on the app. You can do dining reservations on the app. You could, yeah, mobile order. You can also check, like, real-time ride wait times on the app while you're at the park. So, it's truly magical. The, the app is very well done. Um, they have a very interactive map, which is really cool. There's a lot of cool pieces there. Um, so, that's definitely a must-do. If you're going to go to the parks, you need to download the app ahead of time. You get everything, get used to it, get comfortable with it, so that when you're at the park, it's like second nature. Yeah, I think mine goes along with that, too. It's just planning ahead in general. So the website, like he said, you know, they have height requirement. They have menus for every restaurant. So there's really no excuse to feel overwhelmed with options when you get there. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to, like, become, like, PhD in Disney and have, like, a dissertation-level understanding of it. Um Rachel does. <laughs> I'm working on mine right now. Um, but, you know, it is uh, something that even a couple hours of just reading about and double checking your ideas might be worthwhile because, you know, sometimes um, there's that family member that tells you that you have to eat at a certain place and you just book the ADR and you don't know what the menu is. You might not like it. You might want to just do research independently as well. So that always helps. And make dis make your Disney trip your experience. I mean, it's good to listen to Disney vloggers and that do reviews, but also keep in mind what you like as a person. And even if you have a friend that's been to Disney a million times or a family member, like take what they say with a grain of salt and kind of look at things in your own lens as well, so you can come up with the magic that you want to experience as as yourself or with your family, however you do it. Um, I think the the big point that we were going to talk about today which is like the most important is one part to keep the magic alive at the parks is to be nice to cast members while you're at the parks. Um, the nice out, you know, the nicer you are to cast members, the more magic magical experience that you're going to have, the more magical that they're going to be towards you as well. It's basic customer service etiquette. I mean, when you're dealing with a customer service person, whether it's in person or over the phone, for example, you want to show them respect because they are a human being and they are doing their job and the more respect you show, the more respect you'll get. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. And with cast members, you know they are there to make your time magical. They are there to make sure you're having a good time and to do everything within their power to help you with any scenario that may come up. Now, keep that in mind, though. They can't move mountains for you necessarily. But if you give them respect, they can make some magical things happen. Yeah, and I think the most important thing to keep in mind is when they say no or when there's um, some sort of policy against a request, they're not saying that just because they're being lazy or they don't want to. It's it's for a reason, and it's typically for your safety. Um, some things that I've noticed over the years is I've seen a lot of um, parents stuff their children's shoes to try and meet height requirements. And cast members get rightfully upset about that because that is against your child's safety. There are, there are potentials for them to fall out of rides. There's a lot of scary things that can happen when you try to cheat the system like that. And so just trust that the CMs are looking out for your back and um, not just trying to rain on your parade. Um, like Brandon says, sometimes if you are exceptionally nice to a cast member, they can make extra magic happen for you. And extra magic is not something that you should ever expect. We we never expect it. No. But when we get it, it does 
feel really great and it just does enhance that feeling um you know, we, we have had cast members give us um, champagne and, and strawberries while they found out we were at Disney planning our wedding. So we've had, you know, sprinkles of fairy dust here and there. But the thing is, don't expect just because you have a celebration button, just because you have um, any sort of special button on your person that you're going to get comps everywhere. I think that's something that people get disappointed about all the time you know sometimes it's just a shout out from a character and that's that's actually really great you know to have that interaction so I think managing your expectations is also really important um, when you're working with cast members and dealing with cast members because they're awesome and they're great people and they typically are so believe in what they do that they would move mountains like if they could move Space Mountain for you they would Yeah, but you know, it's just be respectful, and and while you're at the parks, you have to remember you're not the only people at the parks, mm-hmm. and that's that's the most important thing. You know, your trip is so important, and the magical experience that you have is so important. However, you know, make sure that you're being respectful not only to cast members but also to fellow guests. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you know, make sure that you are, you know, having fun and and having a good time. I think sometimes something that happens in Disney parks is that guests who come often, like Brandon and I do, so I'm speaking to us just as much as anybody else, is we get so excited because we're in the bubble. We feel so at home in this space that we forget that it's not everybody else's home quite yet or ever. You know, there's some people that they go once and that's it and they're fine and that's cool. Um, but something that I've seen a lot of people do on Disboards recently is brag about ruining experiences. And that's just never okay. That's never something that we want to strive for as a community. And that's not something that I just would never want to do personally. Um, but, you know, screaming along the opening to um, Haunted Mansion, that's just obnoxious. It's and annoying. Un- it's annoying. There's, We know that you know it. And I'm so glad that you Good know it. You. We all do. It's it's not that special. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and I know that is hateful of me to say, but, you know, it's just it's frustrating because there are a lot of people who I think don't don't want to hear you say it. They want to hear the announcer say it. And that's good enough. Well, and that happened to me. Mm-hmm. We went uh, for this. Is like, like I said, my like my first real time and we go and we do the uh, magic after hours event and we we go on to Haunted Mansion. This is like the first time on Haunted Mansion. And we have this woman that's in the same room with us on the elevator. And she's singing loudly the song or the words that are being said. She's saying them, reciting them like right behind me to where I, I can't even understand what the person's saying. And I can't really understand what she's saying. So I miss out on almost that entire experience and stuff like that. Like, you know. Just be respectful. You know, I I love Disney. Amy loves Disney. We watch vlogs. We watch videos. We look up news. We plan. We do a podcast for it, for goodness sake. I mean, we, we love Disney, but, you know, we don't go to Disney wearing a badge that says, that says we're Disney professionals by belting stuff out like that, by flexing on people like that. Just be respectful and have a good time. Right, right. That's always important. Um, something that... I want to echo that I've heard um, AJ from Disney Food Blog is if you keep having bad interactions with cast members, with fellow guests, with anybody, 
like I'm going to be real in customer service in your entire life, you may want to check what the common denominator is. And that's typically you. So um, you may want to check your attitude. You may want to just take a breath, realize, you know, this is Walt Disney World. It's not life or death. So take a second, breathe, check your attitude and just retry that conversation. Um, You know, it's hot. It's hot. It's crowded. Those don't bring out the best in people, um, but don't lose it. Don't yell at your family. Don't yell at the cast member. It's just, it's not going to change anything. It's not going to make anything better. In fact, it's just going to make it a heck of a lot worse. So um, just being courteous, being careful and thoughtful about the people around you really do go a long way to make sure that they keep the bubble feeling and that they feel like they're still in the bubble. And then that you do too. Cause I mean, who wants to be the naggy, naggy parent naggy wife at disney nobody because that's not a good look people judge you i promise so i'll work on that i definitely do (laughs) and i'm the type that will say something to people like that just like come on you know yeah Yeah, just just relax let's all have a good time at disney so luckily uh for anyone that hasn't been to disney and is planning on going you don't run into those people often you really don't it can happen out of nowhere, though, from people, especially people that are, it's their first time going. They're not expecting all of this, which is exactly why we're covering it. For anybody that's listening that has not been, we just want to manage expectation levels, and we want to let you know it is going to be warm. It is going to be crowded, like Amy said. I mean, these are all real things. Don't expect them to move everything for you, but do expect to have an amazing time at an amazing park and making amazing memories. Those are things that you can guarantee are going to happen. It's like that uh, old saying, it, it doesn't work unless you do. I mean, in a lot of ways it is because like you need to put in the work. But once you do, you can trust that you will have an amazing time if you allow yourself to have an amazing time. So yeah. we're all about it. And plan ahead and that will help minimize the frustrations that you'll have. Get your fast passes. Do everything. Get it all set up. Plan on where you want to eat. Or just go in and like, for example, this trip, there's going to be a lot of times where I'm not planning on my food. I'm just going to be like, hey, I want to try this snack. I want to try this snack. I want to go to this quick service. You know, so mix it up too. So we're excited. The wedding is coming up. We are leaving in like 40 days to go to Disney. That's 40 days and then 45 days roughly until until we're married. So uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm counting down the days until we depart from Montgomery and we head straight down to Orlando. So it's going to be fun. We're very excited. Um, And, and, you know, uh, we're going to have about 12 days of Disney and our honeymoon is on the Disney cruise. So we're, it's, yeah. you know, and then we, we kind of, we're being a little ridiculous. We're like, okay, we have APs after the cruise. We might as well go to the parks all day on Monday. And then we should definitely stay Monday night and then go to the parks on Tuesday and then drive back Tuesday night. And I'm used to working third shift. So I'll drive overnight. Yeah, so we we just are really, you know, enjoying the time of being down in that area anyway and maximizing our experience. Um, And then, you know, we already have trips um, planned for when um, Rise of the Resistance opens in December. We will be there opening weekend to give coverage. And then we will also be back in February, um, Valentine's weekend um, in you know, we actually went last Valentine's to do our planning session for the wedding. So um, I think that's going to be an annual trip for us as well, just to kind of remember our first trip together, uh, celebrate a very special Valentine's Day. Um, Some things I'm excited about, we got um, 
ADRs at the Yachtsman, and I have actually never been to that resort at all. So I'm really excited to try a new restaurant and a new resort, get to explore a little bit more of Disney. And I also will be going to Hollywood Brown Derby for the first time with you. And we are also going to go to Beaches and Cream for the first time um, at these trips. So we got a lot to look forward to. We got a lot of things to cover for you in the future. Um, And we're just really excited to keep talking about Disney with y'all. So thank you for listening. Absolutely. And now that our wedding uh, stuff has kind of settled down, we will be planning on being back to our regular podcast release every two weeks. So um, that's something to look forward to. I once again apologize so much for the delay. Thank you so much for keeping in touch. We just reached 100 and over 100 likes on our Facebook page. That is huge. Um, We've been getting new listens every single week. I appreciate y'all listening so much. Please share our podcast with any of your friends that love Disney uh, regardless. I mean, we we definitely want to help anyone and everyone we can with making sure their trip is a blast. So once again, thank you for listening. We're going to go ahead and check out now, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.